0: Hello everyone and welcome to Season 1, Episode 6 of the Everyday Podcast, aka EDP, which is your gateway to the casual side of business. I'm your host, Matt Esposito, and I will let our wonderful co-host introduce himself. I'm your co-host
1: Andrew Sadikov and today with me I have a lot of other team members so we're going to go down the table and we're going to take turns introducing ourselves and explaining you know what everybody here does.
0: So we have Billy and we have Joe. Billy is a director of new business uh, over at EDE um, and as we you know, continue to launch EDS he's going to be involved with sales there too and, and as so Joe who is a business development specialist uh, in the sales department both at EDE and EDS uh, I'm going to let Billy and Joe just talk a little about their position just for you know a brief um, overview of what they do um, we'll kind of take it from there.
2: Um. So I basically I I, I solve problems. Uh. <laughs> you know somebody's got a problem and they need something uh, done and I help them. You know fix it whether it's whether it's through us or through one of our people in our network. Um. You know what I've found is that. Uh. You know a lot of times people think that things are bigger than they are and what my job essentially boils down to is just holding their hand and letting them know that the monster in the closet isn't as scary as it seems. So.
3: Well, I guess just to. Build off of that, uh, my role is very similar to Billy's, as anyone who works in sales is not necessarily selling, they are solving a problem. Um, Along with that, with the podcast, I am usually sitting behind the soundboard as the soundboard operator, but today, all of you who are watching the video version of the podcast can see me. And those listening can hear me now, finally. You can see we gave him the biggest microphone we
1: had to make up <laughs> for all the time that he's yes. been, you know, with a mic, but not been able to talk.
0: And most importantly, Joe is the designated EDB weatherman. So if you want to know what, weather, the, what the weather is going to be like today, he will call up and tell you. He is spot on accurate <laughs> every single time. So. All right. So season one, episode t- six. Today's uh, title for the episode is Let's Talk Sales. Now, if you haven't already, please check out episode five. Last week we had a great discussion um, with Billy and also Ted Esposito, no relation, <laughs> um, who are two of our digital marketing specialists on the team. And we just dove into, you know, what social media platforms are right for your business. Talked about different tools and um, you know softwares that there there are out in the world for you um, that can help you, you know, bring your business and and the marketing within your business to the next level. So if you haven't got a chance to check out episode five, uh, feel free to do so. So here we are, episode six, Let's Talk Sales. Uh, Before we even dive in, let's go over some general podcast updates. we made some adjustments to the website as, you know, we stated last uh, episode too. Um, but now you can download the video and the audio versions directly from the site and it'll go, you know, onto your iTunes or your computer, wherever you're, you're downloading it to, um, which makes it easier for people. You know, now you can listen. You don't necessarily have to be connected to Wi-Fi or, or cellular. All right. So moving on to the topics breakdown. So first, Billy and Joe, I know they just gave a brief description, but they're going to dive more into um, their roles, you know, a day in the life um, as, a, as the director of new business and as a business development specialist uh, for, you know, EDE and ADS. Um, then we're going to cover the importance of sales. We're going to go over our main strategies slash processes. Now we're not going to be giving away all of our all of our tricks and, and, and Matt, you know, all of our tricks, but... Um, We'll be going over, you know, also uh, traits of a successful salesman, what is a customer pinwheel, otherwise known as, you know, a sales funnel channel, and to top it all off, we're going to give a little bit of tips and advice for beginners, anyone that is getting into sales um, as as a career or just people, you know, just professionals in general, because everyone is essentially a salesman, right? I'm a salesman, Andrew's a salesman, you know, because you have to sell yourself um, to all your clients.
3: What? That's a little bit. Uh, you don't want to give away the most important tip. The most
0: important? I, I think. I think there's more important. <laughs> but um, all right. So starting with uh, Billy and Joe's uh, Joe's role. If Billy, you want to start.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I said before, you know, pretty much I'm a problem solver, but what that ends up being is first got to know what the problem is, right? So, you know, ultimately what we do is we sit down with clients, we talk about what's working, what's not working. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different thoughts when it comes to a business, and it's my job to connect them for you and show you how they uh, all come together to get a better picture than what you got right now. Uh, sometimes people don't even have a picture, and it's my job to help put it together for them. Um, And a lot of that just goes into, you know, how they see themselves, how they see their business, and how we can get them to that next level where they're bringing that feeling online to other people
3: without even having to get out in front of them. Well, I I guess that's a good description of uh, essentially what both of our roles are. Why don't you give a day in the life,
0: Joe, like about networking, building relationships, stuff like that? Okay,
3: well, my approach is a little bit different, uh, but then again, it serves the same purpose. most of my networking is done at Chambers of Commerce. Um, I take part in different Zoom calls as of recent <laughs> with uh, the chamber that we belong to here in Monmouth County. Um, I recently went to a networking event this week outside down in Brielle, with another chamber uh, in the county, which hopefully we might join at some point in time. Um, I guess the day it's, it's a mix between walking in and just talking to people and their businesses, just striking up a conversation and making calls and sending emails. You might if I uh, touch on that, too, because, yeah, sure. I mean, it, that, that is true. But, uh, you know, usually what I do is
2: I have, uh, you know, the night before I put together my schedule for the next day. And I usually start my day with answering some emails, uh, you know, putting, sending out proposals or whatever. And then I make some phone calls, following up with people. Or you know, if I send them an email, I just I, I give them a voicemail and say, hey, you know, I just sent you an email. I know you were waiting for that, and uh, you know, I wanted to let you know it's in your inbox because we get deluged with freaking content, whether it's text, phone calls, you know, emails, etc. You know you got to let people know sometimes that they got it before you know it it gets lost in the shuffle right Um, so then from there then you know I I take on any meetings or I go on and do walk and talks but I mean you know really you're if you're a business owner you're constantly working you're constantly promoting your business and like Matt said you're constantly selling yourself because you're the business owner your business is an extension of you if people can trust you they feel they can trust your business if they feel they can't trust you they feel they can't trust your business or the services you offer so it's really important to be able to, to let people in and let people feel like they can know you.
3: Well, that's, uh, that's you couldn't have said it any better, Billy. Um, a lot of what we do, and uh, basically that's the goal, is to sell ourselves, make the company look good, and other things like that. Um, there are two other roles that I have here at EDE slash EDS slash EDP. Um, so... With that being said, I actually had a background in podcasting and radio back in college, so I'm kind of back in my element, and I've been uh, offering my advice to both Matt and Andrew as they've been moving throughout the podcast world and trying to find their way. Um, Because usually with EDE, they showed me the way with uh, learning about the company and the knowledge of the products and Billy, of course, with the sales strategies. But as my way of giving back with this podcast, providing the experience I had from college, uh, they're kind of showing, uh, they're kind of finding their way as well. And I operate the soundboard, which tonight I'm not doing that. (laughs) Um, I'll be back there next week. um, Unless you decide to have me be on camera again by unpopular demand, but who knows?
0: <laughs> we'll see what the topic um, is. Yeah, the no, way, I mean
3: that's 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 great stuff, though, Joe. I mean, and I think that
2: it goes a long way to showing, you know, the the versatility of our team members, and that mm-hmm. you know we nobody just wears one hat, and uh, you know we look for people who have those, uh, you know, the diversity of skill sets and the diversity of curiosity too, because if you're not willing to learn, you can't you can't nobody can teach you a new skill, you know what I mean? And uh, the big part is just to be curious and to be accepting of the of the knowledge, you know, and if you're not accepting the, of the guidance or the knowledge, then you're not going to get as far as you could. But that kind of goes into the importance of sales um, as a whole because, you know, sales is really the, the lifeblood of the organization and what is sales, it's it's knowledge, right? right? You know, because the, pro- the biggest problem is you don't know what you don't know. Until you have somebody who can teach it to you, you're never going to find out. And so that's the biggest issue that most salespeople run into is they're like, well, why would the person want to talk to me? What have I got to offer? You know, a lot of people, a lot of sales guys feel like an imposter syndrome because they're not the ones actually out there doing the work. They're just kind of making that connection with, okay, you know, really on the plug between you and the wall and I'm getting you the electricity that you need to run your business, you know. Um, So, uh, you know, it can be kind of hard for some people to get started and feel confident in knowing what they're doing, but that's why it's important to kind of sell a process, not just a product or a service or whatever it is, but you're selling somebody, Okay, we're going to sit down with you, and we're going to be there with you every step of the way. And the reason why we're going to do that is because we're going to teach you how to do the same thing for your customers. Because we really believe in what we do, and what we're really, really good at is amplifying what other people are already doing and making it even better. Exactly.
0: No, absolutely. And I wrote this down as a side note before, because it's a good question to ask right out the bat. Why should you take advice from us? Well, first off, Billy and Joe have combined 15 years experience in sales. So, of course, they, you know, they know what they're doing. Um, and, and they've been through it. They've been through it all. You know, they've been through success. They've been through failure. So we're here to tell you not only what is sales and, and how to go about it, but help, help to guide you in the right direction, because sales can be a tough career and just tough in general, you know, because business owners sometimes wear multiple hats and one of those include, you know, bringing in prospective clients. Um, So definitely gathering advice and just sitting down and reflecting on, you know, your sales knowledge and how you could also progress in that is extremely important. I guess moving on to our approach uh, in sales.
2: Yes, I mean, our, our approach really, like I talked about before is, you know, we're problem solvers here. Um, our philosophy is that everybody's got a problem. Uh, you know, they're just willing to pay for it to get it fixed, right? So there's no really such thing as a salesperson. There's just somebody with a solution. All right. And so that really turns it around from I'm, I'm shilling out product or I'm, I'm, I'm hawking this thing or that thing to, well, let's sit down and have a conversation. What are you struggling with? What do you, what do you find that doesn't really make sense? What value can I provide for you? You know, And a lot of times you'd be surprised you can provide value for somebody without actually doing anything that costs you anything. And a lot of times just sitting down and having a conversation with them without trying to push a product, right? To have a conversation with somebody as an individual, person-to-person, without an agenda, that's when you are a problem solver. You are right. a salesperson when you're there trying to, okay, well, I'm here, and if I'm if they don't want it, then I'm not, I'm not going right, right, to check them off my list, and I'm never going to talk to them again. Well, that's, that's kind of how you're going to be un, un, unsuccessful, because really there's only kind of three objections. There's people who have no time, and if you write them off your list, maybe they had a need, and right. later on they have time, but now they're talking to somebody else because you wrote them off your list because they weren't ready to talk to you that day. Some people have no money that's easy to get around because you can kind of pare down things or work with a smaller budget or you can help somebody get to the point where they're getting that more money right, right. sometimes we can get people to to increase the amount of cash flow that they have without adding an item to their expense sheet and right that's exactly you know we're a marketing agency exactly. at the end of the day you know that's you kind know? of our job exactly yeah. so you know and then the third the third objection that you get to is just somebody's like oh i'm not interested and that's the one i love to hear the most it's like so you got a business that's paying for your bills and you're not interested in seeing how you can either maintain it or make it more successful. I guess you're lying to me, or else you really don't know what the heck you're doing. Because honestly, if you did, you'd want to talk to me. Right. And I talked about this on the last episode. where kind of the you know people don't wanna don't wanna start having that conversation because they're kind of mm-hmm. like oh closed off to what other people might say, and they think maybe they think they know everything, or maybe they think they heard it all before. But hey, you know what? Even if you think you heard it all before you watch the same movie for the second time you might notice something you didn't see the first time. right exactly time, you know when
1: I hear I'm not interested um, I kinda just write it off as I've had a bad previous experience with a different company yeah. and it's gonna take you know you providing upfront value to me for me to see that you know what maybe this is something that I need to do which is actually you know everything that I learned I actually learned from Billy and that was one of the first things that he taught me was you know instead of going in and saying hi we're a marketing agency can we you know do a video you know for this you can do that say hey top five ways that you can improve your business right now. Here's a list, you know, make a, make a white paper, right? Go to different businesses and say, Hey, listen, there, here's a new thing. I'd love to teach you about it. Absolutely neutral. There is no, it's not a scheme. It's not a manipulation tactic. It is genuinely providing upfront value. And from there, the person can say, well, this person's already helped me. I've already learned something new and I haven't even purchased anything. I haven't even sat down with them yet. I don't even know what they look like yet, you know, and being able to go from there. Definitely.
0: All right, so moving on to talking about, you know, the resources that we utilize.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Joe talked about this a little bit before about the Chambers of Commerce. Um, Meetup, uh, meet that kind of stuff like that. I mean, honestly, you'd be surprised because every time you turn on your computer or turn on your phone or step foot, you know, step a foot out the door, you're prospecting. And prospecting, people kind of have it in this more like a predatory thing where, like, oh, I'm on the hunt. No, you're not on the hunt. You're just seeing what's out there. Right. Oh, this is nice. I'm going to grab that. Oh, that's ripe. It's ready to... You know? And, mm-hmm. and it's just looking for the opportunities or the needs, really, because it's not so much an opportunity. Because if you look at it as an opportunity, that's when your eyes get wide. That's when you scare people away, because then you're seeing green. You're not seeing a problem. You're not seeing how you can help. Right. And people can smell it a mile away, and they want nothing to do with you if they right. can smell it. Right? So what you're looking out is, how can I make the world different? What's going to be my good deed of the day today? And that's what I tell people. is like honestly you just need to be a good person <laughs> you Honestly, know yeah. you need to be a good person and really care about other people and care about other people's success whether or not it, it, it benefits you you know and that's that's ultimately what makes or breaks any a salesperson of any type, no matter what business you're in industry you're in product service etc you sell people are buying the time with you they're not buying what you're selling they're buying you and that relationship
1: right So coming back a little bit to resources, you know, we have written down events and chambers of commerce. I know Joe's been very involved with this recently. Um, You know, can you tell me a little bit about your experience with events, your experience with, you know, chambers of commerce and stuff like that, And kind of how that works, you know, for you and how that works maybe for the other businesses involved in these things?
3: Oh, well, that's, that's something I've been doing a lot. And so definitely I will go ahead with that. So chambers of commerce are extremely important. It's essentially you're getting in front of different people who either run a business or work for a business that is very successful, you're basically already at the first step of interacting with any potential prospect. And this the way I go about it, and this is with any chamber of commerce and also events as well, you're out there. If you just have a simple one-on-one discussion in person with someone, then you've already mastered the first step because the key to any sales pitch or even anything sales is communication you have to be able to communicate with someone else so that way you can establish a connection and a lot of times these networking events and these chambers of commerce provide me with the most leads because if you're going to call up a business they can easily hang up on you if you're going to send an email to them they can just choose to ignore it if you are in front of someone and you are basically talking to them you're standing right in front of them they have no choice but to talk back to you if you talk to them, or if they, if they decide to ignore you, then that's on them. <laughs> right, it's the truth. No, and that, and that that really brings us into our next
2: uh, <laughs> next point about the uh, the customer pinwheel, um, which is kind of replacing the, the sales funnel idea. Um, which is the first thing of that is to attract, right? And how do you attract somebody? But you need to put yourself in a in a position where you're able to access them. You know, giving them something that they, you know, it, it, and it's not just necessarily calling them up on the phone or sending them a cold email. Sometimes walking in and saying, you know, and, and showing interest in their storefront or whatever is, is important. But, you know, the pinwheel is kind of is replacing the, the, the sales funnel as a, um, you know, concept in marketing and sales, really. Uh, Because it it is more cyclical and it creates more of a a more modern, and updated view of things rather than you're passing through the funnel and then once you exit out the other side, you know, what happens with that? The pinwheel once you exit out the other side then you're coming back around and being put through the funnel again so that's right. why it's a it's a pinwheel because it's a constant rotation attract engage and delight so you're attracting them for somebody who's maybe hasn't heard of you before or maybe hasn't seen you in a while you're engaging them and making them interact with something on your website or in your post or whatever it is and you're causing them some joy you're delighting them you're giving them some break from their day or or the doldrums of work or whatever it is so you know it's it's more of a cyclical thing and then you're also capturing these people and amplifying them into being spokespersons and megaphones for you because then they're going to share something that delighted them well they're going to share it with their friends right i mean you know what if you have a great haircut what are you going to do be like oh my gosh guys i got the best haircut today of my life from this mm-hmm. place you got to go exactly right. tell the guy i sent you i have so many people in my life that do that they're like oh and make sure you mention my name when they, when i when you, when you when you go there Right, you know, and it gives them a sense of pride because they found something, and so then your thing is now partially their thing because it had their joy, right? And you can't ever take somebody's joy away from them and their that good feeling, right? And that's why you see companies like, you know, the Amazon Smile campaign, it's a Happy Meal, at McDonald's, you know, all these things that kind of go into making people feel uh, uh, an emotion, a positive association Mm -hmm. with your brand or product, of course. Uh, Uh, Absolutely. I mean, I could talk about that all day, but I mean, really, you know, now how do people switch from, okay, I had this sales funnel up, right, now how do I turn that into a pinwheel? Mm -hmm. All the good news is, is that you already have the groundwork because you have the sales funnel and all you have to do is connect it back to the front end so that as people go out it, go out of the sales funnel, they're entering into another part of the process. Right. You know, how are you constantly engaging them? I mean, you're not sending them the same information over and over again. No, no. <laughs> you're engaging them in new ways. So.
0: No, absolutely. And I think a, another big part of the process to bring up is is research. You know, for instance, and the the um resources we have at our fingertips are, you know, way more extensive than they used to be and to give a good example, let's say there's, you know, a pharmacy on your local highway, right? And you want to approach them for you know different marketing services you can easily google their website see oh do they have a good you know digital presence do they have a good social media presence and and that gives you a, an idea of you know oh I should approach them and you know maybe if it comes up in topics say oh yeah I checked out your social media you know it'd be great if you had this or x and y and z I'm um, so definitely you know research is a huge part of the process
2: um oh yeah no for the the worst thing you can do is to talk to somebody and then you go on and you say oh so what is it you do or Do you have a site? Well, you, yeah. know, um, uh, you know, what uh, are what all the all this different services? You should go on and you should be saying, hey, you know what? How's this doing for you? Right.
1: Exactly. You know, a lot but of people invested, talking to. Yeah, right. Show them
2: that you're not only invested, but that you're also interacting with them and other people in their industry. Because if mm-hmm. you can talk to them about their competitors just about as good as they can talk about their competitors, or even better, because I've talked to some people and I know their competitors better than they do because they're just trying to do their own thing. <laughs> Which is a problem. <laughs> you exactly. got to look around. At what's but it going comes down to it. research. But you it know, comes obviously. along exactly. to, to, to showing that you took the time, you know, not just to, to get off your couch and go into their store that day, but also to learn a little bit about them and what their story is, and that also will create a better atmosphere for you being able to approach them because you're going to approach somebody who is in, you know, uh, you know, a corporate behemoth in finance differently than you're going to approach your mom and pop corner store. You know, you might even wear a different clothing to make one of them feel more comfortable or one, you know, right. so, you know, some people, they see somebody walking in, in a suit and they're like, I don't want to have anything to do with this shark.
1: Especially if you, you know. don't look right in a suit. Yeah. Like if you're uncomfortable in a suit yeah. and then you walk into a building where you don't belong in a suit and it's yeah. like, all right, get out, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah.
0: And I guess to give a little uh, background on, on how we interact with clients, because it's, it's something we abide by when it comes to not just our sales department, but, you know, to our you know, other uh, staff members and our current clients, but our, our clients are our family. You know, when you get to know someone, I mean, these people, these business owners, most of them are mom and pop or small business and even, you know, corporate entities, right? They care a lot about their business. It's very personal to them. So connecting with them on a different level is extremely important. You know, we send our clients uh, cards on their birthdays and, you know, We reach out to them to make sure everything's okay. Like that's the type of that. That's how we interact with them. Not because we, oh, you know, that's we feel that's what will give us a good reputation. No, that's that's us. That's who we are. You know, that's that's what we enjoy doing, and we think that complements you know our work too, and and helps us do a better job for them. You know, and I know you guys can speak more too on on how we interact uh, with clients, and that goes for potential clients and current clients. Obviously, current clients we get to know more because we're interacting with them um, on a daily basis, but you know we like to say here customer service it's not a, it's a department i mean it's not a department it's a lifestyle for us you know and and i think that is required to to have some sort of successful business model
2: and i think that you said it perfectly that it's not a you know it's not just customer services. it is a lifestyle because honestly that's what a lot of you know a lot of people kind of miss the boat on they're like oh it's a job
3: right
2: it's not a job it's a it's a vocation and some right. people are called to it and they're going to be uh, Salespeople, whether they're in an HR role, an admin role, or whatever else, you know, and they're going to be out there helping people solve problems because that's Absolutely. ultimately what it bangs down to. So,
0: Billy, what do you think? And uh, Billy, we go first, then Joe. What do you think a couple traits of a successful salesman are, are ones that uh, they tend to quickly develop if they want to stay in the, where they are?
2: I mean, you know, yeah, depending on where you are, because I think environment is everything. And I think that if you're, you know, new to the industry, you know, new to any industry or new to a position of sales, that depending on the company you're in, it can really kind of make or break you in the beginning. Because, uh, you know, if you're in a place where they're doing it the wrong way, you're going to learn it the wrong way. Or else you're going to feel like, oh, this isn't me because this is not the right way to do things. And I don't want to be that kind of person. Right, And so what you really got to do is look and ask hard questions at any company you're trying to go into and say, okay, well, how do you guys do it? And then also look online and see what the reviews are because just because somebody's telling you it was a certain way doesn't mean that it actually is. And I'm sure that we've all been recruited by people where, you know, they're saying, oh, yeah, it's, you know, this and that and this and that. And then when you get in there, it's kind of completely different than how they how they uh, marketed themselves, um, you know, and that's kind of like uh, the first thing that's most important is honesty um you know to not so was, like i've turned people away you know if i'm saying hey you know what your project is too small for us to really be able to or your budget is too small for us to really be able to do a serviceable job for you or or a job that you'll really get your roi back on and what you really need you to start doing is to put this amount aside every month for about four months and then we should talk about doing something so i want to help you but i want to help you i don't right. want to put you in a financially bad situation just because I can tell you that, okay, if you do this amount, it's going to get you an ROI, but it's going to take a little bit to get it back on it. And then you're, in the meantime, you're sitting there and being like, well, I got my bills aren't stopping, right? You know, it's got to work for the client, right? And that's why you not only have to have honesty, but you also have to have integrity because integrity is doing the right thing, whether or not it benefits you. Um, So, you know, you have to be honest in both who you are and what you bring to the table, who they are and what they need. And then you also have to have that integrity where even if it isn't going to help you, you're still going to do the right thing because it's the right thing to do.
0: Absolutely.
1: And I want to give an example of that real quick, if I can. Um, I was on a shoot this morning, actually, with one of our, you know, clients. We absolutely fantastic relationship with him as well as, you know, with everybody else. And he was telling a story to my cinematographer about the digital advertising side of things. Um, And he was explaining that, you know, his, his sales numbers are going up, they're going up. And out of nowhere, he sees, oh, my God, they've gone down. And he receives a call from us you know, from Matt and Matt says, you know what, this whole coronavirus, the whole COVID situation is drastically affecting your industry. We are going to suspend your digital marketing campaigns to prevent you from losing further money for us. As far as our income goes, that's not a good tactic it's great to continue running every marketing campaign we could possibly continue running that's not what we're here for we're not in the business of making money we're in the business of serving our customers that was the correct decision for him and for that situation and you know that's the decision that we made and that's gonna be the difference that differentiates you know like you said the honesty you know the I want to solve problems and I want to work with these people to I want to have 15 streams of income I want to have the largest list of streams of income that everybody anybody in this building has you know completely different goals so
0: for so Joe, what do you think a couple traits of a successful sales individual would be?
3: Well, I already outlined one of them, and that's good communication skills. You can't go anywhere if you don't know how to talk to people. And that's just not just in sales. That's everywhere. Um, honesty is important as well. Um, you you got to tell the truth. And the way you develop trust is by being honest with other people. And I guess just having a good memory is good as well because you have to be able to memorize the products that you are going to be presenting, you don't want to just say, oh, I do digital advertising and then not have the knowledge of the service to back it up. You want to be able to go in and say, hey, we're a film company slash marketing agency. Our backbone is video production. This is X, Y, Z types of videos we can do. Right. And this is how they can provide the best return for you or something like that.
0: Absolutely. So... Billy, so what's some tips or advice you would give to people starting out in, you know, a sales career or just starting out a business where they would need this knowledge?
2: Grow slowly, but grow gradually don't try to take on more than you can handle at one time because a lot of times our eyes are bigger than our stomachs and we think that if we throw everything at the wall something's going to stick but then you might be surprised what if everything sticks and then you're playing a catch-up and that's not a good position to be in either absolutely. you know it's it's better to, to start slow and gradually grow than it is to be have a meteorotic rise to success and flame out as soon as you get there absolutely my grandpa always used to tell me he said success isn't measured by how fast you get there but how long you stay once you've arrived and I think that's Mm -hmm. really poignant and I think that really goes a long way to you know showing the differences why some people remain successful whereas there's
3: a lot of people who seem successful
0: absolutely Joe what about you well some tips or advice uh,
3: definitely if you're not a people person don't do sales first and foremost Um, also when you start you're never going to stop learning because there's always going to be Changes to the business landscape, and you have to be ready to improvise, adapt, and overcome to all of those types of things. There could be a new service that we come out with tomorrow, and I'm going to have to learn it, and so is Billy. And we're going to have to improvise our strategies, adapt to the new service or said service that we add, and overcome any sort of difficulties that arise with that. So
0: there's a lot involved.
3: So being able to improvise, adapt, and overcome, and also if you can't really have good communication skills or know how to talk to people, then my advice is just go go find a different job. And Absolutely. I think ultimately be humble because just because you have a solution that can help somebody
2: and you're in there to help them, doesn't mean that they want your help. You yeah. know, Don't patronize people, right? Uh, just make sure that you're there and you're saying, hey, this is what I have, this is what it is. If you want it, great. If not, that's great too. <laughs> I'm still here, you know? <laughs> right, <laughs> I'm okay. not going anywhere. When you do need it, you, hey, maybe you need me now, maybe you need me never. But right. you, you know you don't pour it down the fruits. here, <laughs> you know?
3: If I could also interject and add upon that, a lot of times, like a different way of saying that you want to help someone, because if you say you want to help them, it implies that they're doing something wrong. Sometimes, if they are a successful business, you want to use the words contribute to your overall success, because then it gets you the same result in a more positive connotation. So Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And listen, guys, we're, we're short on time here, so I'm going to end it with uh, my story slash lesson of the week, and we'll kind of move all the content to the next sales episode. Um, but I have a, a pretty interesting, cool, however you want to put it, story, um, which deals with Andrew and his sales journey in the company. Um, so when he first started out, you know, our application, when he first filled it out over, what was that, two and a half years ago, yep. he um, wrote a big red through a big red X through um through the, the sales position, everything else he wanted to do. But back then, he just wasn't very fond of sales. He just thought it was very cutthroat and just not, you know, not that it wasn't easygoing, just not something he wanted to get involved in. But sooner or later, he realized that everything that he does, no matter if he's a salesman or not, involves, you know, the same processes or approach that you'd be taking if that was your career and that's something that has grown on him as as you know as he's been here for two years and he's grown into a, an extremely good salesman because and it, you know what i'm saying like and he hasn't even been you know a salesman as a position right. so it's it's been a pretty cool journey to see him grow like that specifically obviously i've got to see them grow into great salesmen um too but i kind of wanted to bring that up specifically because he wasn't a salesman to start but it's, it's there's important traits to have especially in the, in the world of business do you have anything out of your story?
1: Um, no, not really. But uh, the the other thing that I would say again, this is a lot of this uh, was contributed. You know, my a lot, a lot of people who contributed to my growth were obviously you know my team. Uh, definitely Billy. He's the first. He's realistically the only. Keep me like, he, yeah. He's the only salesman I really. What was mean, in that drink? But at the time, I think you really were the first, like, salesperson I met. I had a really terrible image of salespeople. I mean, mm. you know, uh, Death of a Salesman was probably the closest that yeah. ever comes to anything sales and reading that in school, you know. Um so, yeah, definitely through him and watching him interact with people and understanding, you know, okay, the difference between the guy, the four guys at a marketing event who are decked out in suits, who couldn't be any stiffer than they are walking around like they're too cool, and Billy juggling three conversations at once because everyone's asking him questions and he's trying to contribute as much of his time as he can to these three people, I realized, okay. Maybe I have it all wrong, you know this is you know this is definitely different than what I'd expected, uh, you know, and from there, obviously you know observing and learning, so I'm very grateful for the team that I had
0: oh, absolutely, and we hope this episode gave you guys some insight into. You know how we go about sales here. We wanted to introduce some of our team members because that's where you you know you'll get the best insight from. Um, And this is not going to be the last sales episode we have. We're going to be diving into more specifics again, just like last week's episode when it came to the tools and softwares. This is more of just like an introductory. Let's introduce you to you know who's going to be on the more episodes, and and we'll dive in further. Um, Just a heads up for next uh, next episode sneak peek. We're going to be talking about COVID 19s impact on the business world basically everything from a to z not just what covers um you know marketing so stay tuned for that um if anyone else has anything to add for this episode
2: uh no just thank you so much for having us here i uh, really appreciate it and uh you know if anybody's got any questions then welcome to reach out to us personally our information's on the website um you know and uh we're excited to come back and uh you know No, absolutely.
0: And uh, just so everyone knows, for our social media profiles, if you want to check them out, our Facebook is Everyday Podcast FB. Our Instagram is Everyday Podcast IG. Uh, Same with our YouTube; it's just the Everyday Podcast. And our website is EverydayPodcast.biz. That's B-I-Z at the end. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.